0: Hello and welcome to your virtual story time with Ms. Andrea. Today I'm going to read a book called Margot and the Moon Landing. Another new book that just arrived, and this one actually comes from an author who lives in Toronto, Canada, which is where I'm from. So that's just a little neat piece of trivia that I found out when I read about the author. So the author is A.C. Fitzpatrick. And the illustrator who's done the beautiful artwork for this book is Erica Medina. I hope you enjoy the story, Margot and the Moon Landing. I noticed in the very small print that it said Canada, so I looked carefully. That's how I found out where the author lives. Every day and most nights, Margot read and reread her favorite books. They were all about space travel. Her mother tried to convince her to read different books about robots or gorillas or princesses, but she soon gave up. Margot was only interested in one thing. Whenever Margot learned a new fact, she would share it with everyone she met. Did you know that the first creatures sent to space were fruit flies? She said at dinner. I do not know that. That's interesting. That's nice, sweetheart, said her mother. Make sure to finish all your doll and rice. The first men on the moon were named Neil and Buzz, she told her teacher a little a little louder than usual, just to make sure she was heard. The teacher was unimpressed. Please pay attention, Margot, he said. We are learning arithmetic right now. During lunch break, the children went outside to play. Margot brought her books with her. You want to join us for kickball? The other girls asked Margot. In outer space, the astronauts eat special food squeezed out of tubes, Margot said, holding open her book in case anybody doubted her. But the girls didn't even look at the page. They'd already started dividing up the teams. Late at night, Margot didn't have to think about dinner or math or the schoolyard. She could read about space until lights out, and then read even later under the covers, shining her blue flashlight on the pages. Margot fell asleep wishing she never had to talk about anything other than space ever again. When she woke up, Margot went down to the kitchen table where her mother was preparing breakfast morning, Margot," said her mother. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Margot had meant to say good morning. That's actually what they said when they first stepped on the moon. Eat your oatmeal, dear, said her mother. Margot tried to ask for a spoon. Houston, Tranquility base here, the eagle has landed. It was no use. Every time she opened her mouth, all that came out were transmissions from Neil Armstrong's 1969 mission to the moon. That's nice, sweetheart, was all her mother said. Hurry up or you'll be late for school. Ah, Margot, please answer the question on the board, said her teacher. For once, she knew the answer. It was an easy question. The surface is fine and powdery. I can kick it up loosely with my toe. Surely her teacher would realize something was wrong. Instead, he said, Margot, please pay attention. The answer is clearly seven. What's happening? Throughout the day, Margot grew increasingly frustrated. The kids on the playground didn't notice anything unusual during recess. The gym teacher told Margot to pipe down. The school nurse simply gave her a glass of water then sent her back to class. By the end of the day, Margot felt like crying. She went into her bedroom and slammed the door. Margot inhaled deeply, opened her mouth and let everything gush out. There's a plaque on the front landing gear of this lunar module. First, there's two hemispheres, one showing each of the two hemispheres of the Earth. Underneath it says, Here men from the planet Earth first set foot upon the moon, July 1969 A.D. We came in peace for all mankind! That did it. Margot grabbed a marker. She knew she wasn't supposed to write on the walls, but she no longer cared. I'm mad. Writing out her feelings felt good. She kept going. Every word she scrawled somehow made her feel lighter. Soon a whole wall filled up. Margot got lost in her writing. She forgot about the rest of the world. When her mother came into the room, Margot didn't even notice. Have a look at what she wrote. I'm mad, nobody listens. Apollo forever. RIP Laika, I'm lonely. Why am I so different from the other kids? I just wanna read all day. I'm sad, I wish I had friends. I wish people would listen. Everything is dumb. I hate this, school is boring. Margot said her mom, what on earth is going on in here? Margot waited for something to happen, but instead her mom got very quiet. She read all the words on the wall and then read them again. And then her mom wrote, I hear you. Margot started to clean the walls with the corner of her sleeve. Her mom rested a hand on her shoulder. I have a better idea. Margot's mom came back from the basement carrying bucketfuls of colorful paint. Together they transformed the wall into a deep galaxy blue. They added a moon and some stars and even a rocket ship. On the other wall, Margot's mom taped two large sheets of paper. The piece de resistance, she explained. So you always have a place to write on the wall to write your thoughts. I'm hungry, said Margot. Can we have spaghetti for dinner? Margot wasn't sure exactly when her voice came back, but she was glad she had someone there to hear it. So now we can see Margot's room has been transformed. She's got some space on the wall to write notes, to write her feelings, and even for some reminders. And she can put her pictures of all her space imaginations and you know dreaming about becoming an astronaut one day and her wall has been transformed to represent her her passion her love of outer space and that's the end so while I don't recommend you take markers and write all over your walls it is good to write out our feelings and it's really nice that Margot's mom found a way to not only incorporate um, a space in her room where she can write her feelings, but also to make the room represent her passion and her love about her space. So I know we all sometimes have that feeling that people don't understand us and sometimes we don't feel like we're heard and it's hard to get our thoughts out. So this is a nice story that explained Margot's experience And there's some great ideas and thoughts we can take away from it and maybe even try and include in our own lives, in our own bedrooms even, maybe a space for feelings and to write things out. So do you have any passions the way Margot has a passion about the moon landing and about outer space? I'd love to hear about your thoughts and your passions. So maybe you can send me a message and tell me about what you'd love to read about and think about and dream about and draw about. And maybe I'll find a book to read that will tie in with what you really love. I hope you liked today's story and I hope you're doing well. And I hope to see you again soon here on your virtual story time. Bye guys, take care.